Welcome in. It's the John Cast Podcast. Now, before we get started with Bonnie Olson for episode 43, I want to remind everybody about the great sponsors of this podcast. Now, keep it here in case you want to win some me and Julio. So me and Julio is a fine sponsor of this podcast. Just had a margarita there the other day. They're fantastic. You should go check out me and Julio. It's in Fitchburg and uh, they've got the month of March, March specials winding down here. So uh, you do have a limited time to go take advantage of those. The sponsor, uh, podcast also sponsored by Ian's Pizza of Madison. We've got the Ian's Pizza John Cass podcast bracket contest going on as it's winding down. I might win the, the whole thing. I believe if Kansas wins, I win. But here's the uh, trivia for this week. If you want your bonus points, 16 bonus points on the line. This Badger hit what turned out to be the game-winning three with about a minute to play at the Badgers win in Milwaukee at the Bradley Center a few years ago. This Wisconsin Badger hit what turned out to be the game-winning three for Wisconsin with about a minute to play when the Badgers played at the Bradley Center the last time they played in Milwaukee at the Bradley Center specifically, not in Milwaukee because I was at the game if I serve form and that did not go very well. Um, also brought to you by Scani. You got the, all the line of t-shirts at johncastpodcast.com. A purchase of the t-shirt helps support the podcast. So go buy a t-shirt, Wisconsin sports themed t-shirts. Okay. Also this, if you want a $20 me and Julio gift card, if you've been hearing all these trivia questions, you're like, I didn't get into the bracket contest. No worries. Send me all three answers and you will be eligible for a $20 gift card to me and Julio. So just send me the Week one answers, go back in the podcast a few back. The week two ones, and then this week's answer, send me all three answers. And if you're correct, if there's multiple people, we'll draw. And somebody will get a $20 gift card to me and Julio, and then you can go try the margaritas for yourself. Okay, I've been talking long enough. Let's get to episode number 43. Is it 43? It's 43 with Bonnie Olson. Here you go. What happens when a radio broadcaster gets let go from his sports talk job? Well, he tries to figure out what he wants to do next for a career. And in the meantime, joins the 4 million other podcasts on the internet. And the John cast is born. Join me each week as I talk to guests I find interesting or entertaining from the world of sports, play-by-play broadcasting, or whatever else sounds fascinating to me at the moment. The John cast is what I'm doing until I figure out what I'm doing. Subscribe, download, and I hope you learn something along the way. Fun fact, there are not 4 million podcasts on the internet. Um, I think there's I like I totally believed you when you said that, though. <laughs> but it's getting there. I was just yeah, planning ahead by the time it got to 4 million. I think I saw somewhere there's like 2 million podcasts on the internet. I believe it. I would totally yeah. would. And about 98% are about murder right now, I think. <laughs> true crime. They're all true yeah, crime. Yeah, they're all true crime stuff. So. <laughs> and... I guess like a percentage of them update, you know, on a weekly basis. Most of them are just dead podcasts that got started and left behind. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I believe that too. Yeah. Well, that voice, into those. yeah, that voice you're hearing, or if you're watching on Spotify, that voice is Bonnie Olson. She's the PA announcer for the University of Wisconsin, for the women's basketball team, for the volleyball team, and also for the softball team. And Bonnie is a guest on today's podcast. Bonnie, you made episode number... 43 43 hey i heard matt was a little upset he was only 40 but i'm happy i'm 43 so it's okay <laughs> he, he was a little salty about he's like oh you must have run out of guests um 
Nope. Didn't run out, Matt. Still going. <laughs> Still going. So far, so good. Um, exactly. But Bonnie joins us uh, because recently, Bonnie, you got to PA announce, do the public address announcing for the Milwaukee Bucks. And I have to start off the podcast by asking, how did you get to do the PA announcing for the Milwaukee Bucks? It was a LinkedIn message. I got an email saying, do you want to connect with a girl named Michaela Higgins? And I'm like, well, she, you know, she's got great credentials. I, she works for the Bucks. She's, you know, I must have met her somewhere. So I accepted her invitation. The next morning, I got an email from her. Hey, Bonnie, we're looking to do some cool things for Women's History Month. Do you want to announce a Bucks game? And I think all the blood in my head went right to my feet. And I'm like, you want me to do what? So <laughs> I, uh, I connected with her and we went over some, she's like, oh, great. Okay, we have games on the second and the sixth. And I'm like, hold up. I want to come and listen first and see how it actually goes because everything's different. Right. And so I went and observed a couple games and Eric, the announcer is awesome. And he helped me out big time. And yeah, so that's how I got the gig. That's a really good strategy you did. You you went to the game before you jumped right in feet first. So yeah. what did you learn from, from going to a game beforehand? Um, I learned that the rules are different in the NBA. Who knew? <laughs> Yeah, wow. <laughs> Weird. Uh, well, and it was interesting, too, because last year I did a men's basketball game. And I'm so used to women's basketball. There's quarters. I know the yeah. foul numbers. I know all that stuff. And men's all of a sudden you're in halves in college. Then I go to the NBA and I'm like, okay, great. We're back to quarters. Foul numbers are different. Got it. But there's this whole two under two thing I had to worry about okay. that I didn't realize. So you say two minutes remaining instead of one. And then they only can have two fouls under two minutes if there's something else going on. I don't know. I had a really nice guy sitting next to me that did the book, and he yeah. helped me out a ton. Everybody at the table was great, so it was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's interesting because there are obviously you know different little nuances of yeah. of the NBA game that's that's a lot different. So you had to you had to learn all that. So what was your day like when you got to do that? Um, you know, kind of like take me through that day and, and what are some of the things that you were able to do? How how long did it take and everything? Well, what was cool was I went to the Bulls game that was on, that was two days before, it was on the 22nd. Mm -hmm. And the marketing team from the Bulls was actually there visiting the Bucks. And I got to meet the announcer for the Bulls. So that was pretty cool. So I got to, you know, talk to him and all the things they do. And then the next day, all of a sudden, I did not expect all the media around it. I Jen, you know really? me. I, yeah, yeah, I didn't. It was just one of those, like, I'm going to announce another game. Okay, it's taller guys and different people. And <laughs> I didn't expect it. And then, so I went to the game Tuesday. I went, okay. And I took a horrible selfie outside of the Pfizer forum and posted oh, it. And it got and, posted all over the internet. And, it, and if I would have known it was going on TV, I would have done something with my hair. But it was raining and I <laughs> did it real quick and was like, just going to do this, make sure people know what I'm doing. And <laughs> then the next day I get a call from the Bucks uh, press guy and he's like, buddy, I need a quote for a press release. I'm like, oh, okay. So I gave him a quote. Then of course I get the we need to work on your quote. Okay, change my quote. And <laughs> then, then he says, okay, here's the press release. Can I give your number to media? Sh sure. I didn't expect anything. That night, I got a call from um, Journal Sentinel. Then the next morning, it was, <clears throat> excuse me, can you come in at 9 a.m. for TV? Then come back at noon for three more TV. Then you have to do radio. And then I have another TV. Oh, and then there's the game. I'm like... Okay. So it was just nonstop. And, you know, I haven't, TV is a whole new world for me. Mm 
Mm -hmm. I'm used to doing radio and telling, talking to people and telling stories. So, you know, it was just like, okay, they need these sound bites and everything else. It was, it was interesting watching them work, but all of a sudden it just took off and I couldn't escape my face. It was just on all over social media and it was on all the TV stations and my parents were calling and it was crazy. And then I did my final interview as they were right before they opened the doors to the Bucks game. And then I went down, did my sound check, my walkthrough on that. And she goes, okay, you're good. I'm like, all right. And then the game started and I started talking on the mic there. It was bizarre though, because there were cameras all in front of me during the pregame. And one of the guys from Spectrum goes, you're not used to this during the, he goes, oh no, this happens all the time at Badgers games, doesn't it? And I'm like, oh yes, surrounded by paparazzi. But (laughs) you know, it was just bizarre because all of a sudden like, you know, I look at it, I was just doing my job. Yeah. You know, I, I was brought in to talk on a microphone and all of a sudden there's all these cameras. But um, the game was so much fun. Yeah. We It was it was great. I was very sad that Giannis didn't play. His brother didn't play, so I didn't have to say Thanasis oh. either. Um, and then Mama Kalashvili was out and I practiced his name so hard and I couldn't get to say it. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. And it was just interesting the comments from people during the day. It was it was fun. It was really neat to meet so many people. Yeah, I was going to ask you because Giannis did not play, as you just mentioned, in that game, nor did his brother. So are you bummed that you didn't get to say Giannis's name? I was, because that was another one. I I listened to him say it on YouTube videos. My neighbors named their dog Giannis Atentacumpo. So I've oh. been saying it for years, but there's different ways to say it and i wanted to see how eric said it and how Giannis said it and i was all warmed up and then i get there they're like you know Giannis isn't playing <laughs> ah, of course he's not playing <laughs> like, okay <laughs> but crazy. it was yeah, yeah it was it was i was bummed it was it because seeing those guys what what i have take you know i take for granted is i get to see these players so up close and they're so big and they're so you know fast and the game is so different so it would have been really cool to see him yeah yeah that's too bad because that would have been i mean because when you talk about the box and pronunciations like that pronunciation might be like the all-time pronunciation in the in the nba i'm sure someone's probably like no what about so-and-so that played in the 80s but i mean that is an all-time like pa announcer's nightmare almost (laughs) it is um and there's the greek way to say it and there's the nigerian way to say it so and it's funny because the pronunciation guide for the book says ah dada kumbo is how they phonetically put it and i'm like oh well that makes sense a dada kumbo and you know i think that's just for everybody else to slur it up and get it ready in other arenas but yeah there's that youtube video right of Giannis saying that you can say yes. it both ways yeah mm-hmm. i saw that too it's always i i started with adeta kumbo mm-hmm. um because that's how ted davis the radio voice uh announced it because he went up and asked Giannis when Giannis is drafted like how do you say your name and i'm, I'm guessing that's the nigerian way yes um, that is yep. Yep. and then i switched to just kind of as an announcer or sports talk guy as Antetta kumpo mm-hmm. um so and that's the yeah. Greek way to say it. So that's the Greek way to say it. Say all the letters in the Greek names and you're fine. Do you think having to do all that media, all the television, the radio, the print kind of help keep your mind off? I mean, I don't know if you were nervous at all, because like you said, it's a different sport. Um, you know, differences are just, you know, taller players, I guess, when it comes down to the nuts and bolts. 
Um, but do you think that that media attention kind of helped pass the time a little bit? It went quick. I'll tell you that. It, yeah. I didn't have any time to here. I thought I can do some work before the game, get everything done. I'll have plenty of time, go grab lunch. And all of a sudden it was just <laughs> one after the other. And it was, it did fly. I mean, it did take my mind off of it a bit, but once I got there, it just felt so natural. I mean, I sat down at the mic. I had the, I mean, there, it was about that thick with how, the announcements and oh, wow. going yeah. over all of that. And DJ Shauna is the DJ yeah. Yeah. who we worked with at the UW. So yeah. it was great to see her and, you know, the marketing people at the Bucks are amazing. So, you know, what they're coordinating and it's just, okay, she would just go over and point and I just start talking and it was fine. The only time I was nervous was making sure I had the foul numbers correct because that's something you have to keep track of. So, okay. but it was, I mean, it was good. It was, the day went fast. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Uh, well, I think what, you know, who knows, like if Eric, you said is the regular PA, mm -hmm. like maybe he has a, a day off coming up in the future or something. Would you want to get back there and do it again? And will they invite you back to actually say Giannis's name? <laughs> I hope, I hope they invite me back. And I, yeah. cause I'd love to do it. Um, Eric, it's, it's interesting. Eric actually took the time off when I did the game to go to LA because they, the home announcers voiced the NBA 2K or 3K or 12K, whatever they're on now. Yeah. And so he went to do that. And I told him, I'm like, whenever you're gone again, let me know. I'll come back. So I'd love to do it again. Um, and I hope Giannis plays for another 10 years so I get a chance to do that again. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. All right. So I have to ask you, how did you get the PA job, the public addressing job at Wisconsin? And how long have you been doing that? Um. 1998 that's when okay. the badgers hosted the ncaa championships that was my first year and i i happened to i was on the radio and i was a dj and i got a call from someone who said could you would you announce a double a volleyball team for us and at that time this team played for the madison at the madison turners and so i said sure i'll go announce that so i uh was announcing for them and it was former Badger volleyball players. So there were some Badger people, you know, coaches there. Mm -hmm. And then they said, Hey, would you ever announce, uh, would you ever announce for, the, for us, for Wisconsin? I'm like, sure. Why not? So I started announcing for the Badgers and my first game, I remember being scared out of my mind because I didn't know how to say point Wisconsin correctly. So I had to <laughs> learn how to say that I was corrected several times. Um, and then, so I just kind of evolved in that and it was just kind of saying yes to everybody when they asked. And then it was, Hey, would you want to announce basketball? Sure. How about softball? Sure. You want to do women's hockey? Why not? You want to do soccer? Yeah. I don't think I'll announce soccer again. Not, I, I appreciate yeah. soccer. It's a great yeah. sport. It's not for me. And so, you know, every time I get a chance to, I say yes, and I at least try it. So that's how I started. And it's, been quite a career i've been very lucky to see some amazing athletes yeah. just amazing athletes up close so and i had sharisa livingston break i think two pair of my glasses because oh, really? she'd always oh yeah she'd always warm up right next to the table and she would like practice from the service line and i'd always she'd catch my glasses like this and she'd come running over i'm so sorry i'm so sorry i'm like yep got me again 
Uh, <laughs> that's funny because you're right down there in the action. So sometimes, so at the yeah. field house, I announce from, I don't know where the, I am, upper deck. You're, if you're watching Spotify, which way? It's um, over here. Up to, no, no, over there. Over there. Yep. Over, yeah. over there. That's what I meant to do. I'm on a green screen. Um, so I'm up there, but sometimes I'm courtside. Um, if it's, geez, I know I've, the I weather men. There you go. There it is. Right there. Sometimes I'm courtside at another uh, arena. And that's one of my biggest fears, Bonnie, is getting hit in the face. And it's, it happened once and it happened last year when I was going down. I tape a microphone to the padding of uh, the net so we can hear the sounds on the broadcast. Yeah. And it, it happened this year where I was down. I just, I was, I had my tape. I turned around, bam, right in the face. Like, it was literally perfectly placed right. Like you couldn't hit my nose any better. Of course. Um, and luckily I wasn't wearing glasses, but that's always one fear is when I'm at these away arenas that I'm just going to get mm -hmm. popped in the face by an oh. errant volleyball. Oh so yeah. It's happened many times. By Sharissa alone. Twice by Sharissa. Yeah. And she, I'm like, come on girl. And she, she goes like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. She can run it up. <laughs> but you know, it happens during games. The teams come flying over the table, trying to get an oh. errant ball. And that's the first thing I've, I've learned now is like, if this is my microphone and yeah. there's girls flying at me, I take it because I don't want them to get hurt. Oh, sure. Because yeah. every, you know, there's all these things sticking up and they don't care. They're going to get the ball. And so you have to make sure it's like I flatten everything out. I just mm -hmm. move everything out of the way because you don't want to become a problem to the play. Yeah. Have sure. you ever been, has a player ever collided with you? No, um, I've backed off soon enough. Usually I can see okay. it. I've gotten, you know, I've gotten hit during play with balls or with whatever sure. duck to get, to get out of the way. But a lot of times I'll have the microphone in one hand and I'll be blocking a ball with another. That's yep. kind of the easiest move to do. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. <laughs> I've had that happen. I had that happen at the final four. I thought oh, I did you really? Well. I was kind of like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm just right. talking and I'm just, <laughs> I don't, I was, I was so impressed at how I did it and didn't miss a beat either. You don't even think about it. It's just like, oh yeah, here you go. Yeah, you exactly. were in a bad spot at the final four because weren't you in the corner? It was really bad. Yeah, so basically, could, how, I don't know how you could see anything. You couldn't. Um, so when I was calling Louisville match, so I'm sitting, yeah, I'm, I'm sideline all the way in a corner, and that opposite side of the court, like, good luck trying. Well, number one, it's I have to reverse what I'm saying. That's what I'm seeing. You know, if I'm seeing it attack from my right side, they're attacking from their left side oh so yeah. like in my head i have to do the i have to like figure that out right. and you can't you can't see anything so a lot no. of the like that first match against louisville i got better uh, against nebraska at practice from that angle more you know but i was just mm -hmm. sitting like this just watching the i was just looking up at the uh at the video the big board. screen and that's mm -hmm. how i called a lot of the louisville match because it was i could see the screen better than i could see the court <laughs> See, and, and you and I always have opposite views. So I, because sure. you're up on the top where it's always really hot at the field house and yeah. I'm not on the floor. And it's strange for me when I went to the final four, because I got a chance to go to be in the stands. Sure. To see a game because I never see the view from up high of, of how the players are on the floor and, you mm -hmm. know, the system there and anything. I always just see straight on. So it was really cool to get, you know, my angle was a little different, but I wasn't working. So <laughs> it was okay that way. But. Yeah. And and what's funny about, you know, you just said you never get to go as a fan. I I said recently, like, 
I think it'd be fun to go to a volleyball game as a fan. Like now, obviously there's a spring yeah. match that I'll be at uh, on Saturday. Will you be at the PA? Yep, announcing? I'll be announcing that one. Yep. So you're going to have a lot of people come up to you and talk, talk to you about this, aren't you? <laughs> uh, it's, it's just so funny because I, like I said, I never expected it to get so big. So, yeah. you know, my favorite title is still the point Wisconsin girl. I'm totally fine with that. I, okay. I love, that's my favorite one. So yeah, it's going to be fun. It'll, I'm guessing the field house is going to look just like it does behind you now. There's going to be a lot of people there. Well, did you see the video coming out of Beaver Dam this week where they played? Yes, I did. Like that, that was packed. There <laughs> were 2,500 people there. Is that what the yeah. attendance could hold? Like, was it the? I think so. Yeah, I think that's wow. what I read about it. So yeah. yeah. So I'm expecting a pretty uh, sizable crowd at the field house for sure as well. Um, but what was I going to say? I was going to say and something you about to, you get to be a fan though on Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, yeah. I do. I get to be a fan, which is always fun. And because I went to the uh, Badger men's basketball game when they didn't put anything together against Iowa State. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know how many? Just you know honest. What, you know. <laughs> you know what? Some of the men's games I've been to as a fan. I went to that one. I went to the one where they lost to like North Dakota State or whatever back in oh, like two thousand two. Yeah. I went to the first game after their first Final Four with Bo. They came, I think they played like Chicago or some some school from Illinois. I, I forget the name. And they lost. Like, <laughs> I've been to all these as fans. Like, all right, first year back in the Final Four, lose. Like, be okay, awesome. just some non-conference game against North Dakota or North Dakota State. I forget who. They'll be, no, they lost. It was like their first loss in whatever games at the Cole Center. But so I, I go to a lot of. I picked the wrong games apparently, but um, I guess so. <laughs> but it was really fun to be a fan. So that must have been a blast for you to watch the team that you announced win the whole thing. Oh, it was so awesome! It was so yeah. much fun. And the the funny part about it is, whenever I, I've gone to, we went to Omaha, Pittsburgh, and um, now to Ohio, and I always get asked the question, "Which one's yours?" You know, because I'm in with other fans and they always assume I have a kid that's playing. I could. I'm old enough to. But I'm always like, oh, I guess all of them. I don't know <laughs> which one's mine. <laughs> but it, it's really neat because you just see it so differently. And then I can watch the coaches and I can watch, you know, I'm the geek that watches the table and I watch what they're doing and I watch, you know, the refs and I, I see where you're sitting and I see where the scoreboard is happening. Cause that's the stuff I'm interested in too. And then all sure. of a sudden it's like, Whoa, okay. Dana just killed it. Oh, look, Izzy got another ace. And yeah. so it was fun. So, okay. So 1998 was the first year at Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. Did you think that you'd be doing the PA announcing for all these sports for this long? No, I I guess I didn't know what to expect. It was one of those where I just thought, sure, I'll just keep doing it. And at this point, it's like, they're going to have to kick me out because I'm having too much fun. So, <laughs> um, you know, it's, I don't know what to expect, how long I'll be able to do it, but I'm just so lucky I've been able to do it for so long. It's, it's fun when you walk down in the field house and you see all the, I know there's an official name for it, but the hallway that has all the award winners and all the All-Americans mm -hmm. and everything. And I look back and I'm like, oh, Amy Lee. I remember Amy. She was one of the first players I met before she was on the Badgers. I knew her. And I can go through and it's like, there's Sharissa. You know, there's, I, I see these names and it just brings back <clears throat> all these great memories. And it's, it's funny because even being, when we went to Pittsburgh, I ran into a lot of former players mm. and it was, 
out of context, I'm horrible. Like as soon as a season's done, I tend to forget names because I move on to the next one. And yeah. out of context, I'm just like, I know you. I see you in a uniform, but what's your name? So, you know, I saw <laughs> Jackie Simpson. I know I saw Jackie Simpson. I knew her right away. But you know, it was it was just so strange. It was it was really cool. It's I don't know how much longer they're gonna let me do it, but I hope for a pretty long time. Yeah. Well, I hope so too, because you know, for fans growing up, I mean, for for younger fans who have been to Badger games their entire life, for older fans who have been there and, and watched some of the teams, like your voice has sort of become part of the atmosphere. Do you ever think about it like that? Like when they go to a game, like when they go in the field house is packed like that, it's, you know, there's certain things that are the same and your voice has been the yeah. same for almost a quarter of a century. Well, <laughs> sorry, you know, sorry of, to put it in that context. Thanks, John. No, <laughs> a couple of years ago, all of a sudden I went, I've been doing this longer than the players have been alive. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. But what really got me last year at basketball, there was this woman that came up to me and she said, how long have you been announcing basketball? I'm like, oh, well, 20 years. And she goes, that is you. I go, what? She goes, I played for Ohio State and I remember you announcing. Wow. And I went, wow. you Because I take for granted that they're listening. It, to me, I'm just up there having fun and, you know, the the game is what you're there for. And she's like i remember because there aren't there aren't many female announcers i don't know how many there are they're not but and she said and I, i'll always remember you announcing here when i we would come to wisconsin and yeah. it it finally hit me that i'm like wow these people actually listen or they they recognize the fact because a lot of sids come up to me and they're like it's really cool that they have a female announcer here mm -hmm. like oh cool why don't you have one <laughs> Right. It's not yeah. hard. Just go ask somebody. You'll find a crazy person like me that says yes to whatever you want them to do. They'll do it. Why aren't there more female PA announcers? Because like, I'm trying to think of, because obviously I go to all the road games. Like, you go to all of them. Yeah, I'm trying to, th I there have there possibly been another female announcer? Maybe, but I I mean, the vast majority are, are men. Well, you go to all the basketball games too. I don't know if. Oh, uh, Ohio State. By the way, I think. Oh, do has, they have one? Good. Yeah, or they did the day that we went um, last year, this past season. So yeah, I think yeah. Ohio State now, well, good. ironically enough, now has one. So good. Well, it's it's funny because it's not like anything that you know somebody does it and they end up like me doing it for twenty years or you know, mm -hmm. and it's like Eric with the Bucks. He's been doing that for twenty years. It's just something that they do a good job. Unless you do something horrific, why would you change it? You know what I mean? It's yeah. not like something that it, people think about. It's like, oh, they're fine. They're doing a good job. It becomes just kind of routine. Like people are used to me saying Point Wisconsin at the Fieldhouse. Mm -hmm. And so I don't pe think people think about it as something that needs to happen. But I hope that when that turnover happens, that they actually, you know, ask some different people that give them a chance. Yeah. Consider it at least, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know what I, you know, so when I'm announcing a game, I honestly, I don't pay attention to you. I'm sorry. I mean, I think I hear you. I don't pay attention to you either, John. It's okay, like, good. Yeah. <laughs> I can't hear you. During the exactly. But I've got, I'm in my own little <laughs> yeah, world. You can't. No, my you brain can't. is calculating mm -hmm. plays. Um, okay. uh, I'm just trying to keep up with the action, I guess is what I was trying to say. But what was really fun for me when I tuned into the Bucks game was 
because I'll go watch, you know, I'll go back and watch a, a game and, and, you know, go back and watch something that we, we played already. And, you know, I'll hear you then, but what was really cool to me, Bonnie, was I got to hear you in the background and it, <laughs> it's, it was kind of, it wasn't different, but it was, but it was familiar and it seemed normal. Like it was all like different and new, but still yeah. it seemed like you belonged. It was weird, but it was so cool to hear just like, just in the background is the game, you know, holiday scores or whatever. Drew Holiday, and I'm like, that's Bonnie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just blended into the broadcast, but I paid attention to the background so much more than than anything else when I was watching the game. Well, thanks. It was it was fun because I get I get so useful. I hear myself all the time, but <laughs> you know, it's it, it's just it just kind of became routine, and and it's funny because I think a lot of people were like, oh, that's her. That's the announcer for Wisconsin. Okay, mm-hmm. now she's here, and it's. It's interesting because, like you said, people just, I go to the field house and I'm the Point Wisconsin girl. Mm-hmm. I go to softball and, you know, I'm the one there. I'm the one at basketball and people just become accustomed to it. So I think a lot of people went, wait, I've heard her voice before. <laughs> right. Know? Yeah. Which is kind of funny. So You've probably been to a game where they heard your voice before. Uh, yeah, I have- probably. I have to ask, because there are probably people thinking, oh, man, what a job. You go in on a Friday and a Saturday, and then you go home, and you do nothing until Friday or Saturday. That's <laughs> that's not the case. What's your day you know, job? I have two day jobs now. I am an event manager for Midwest Family Madison, so I order a lot of porta-potties, and I put on concerts and golf outings and do Ooh. a lot of stuff that way. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And then I took a job as the event manager for Taste of Madison. So oh. I'll be working with that this year too. So I even more porta potties in my future. But um, yeah, so it's funny because a lot of people think that announcing is my full time job, and I'm like, oh no, no. no. <laughs> I wish it was, no. but it's not. That's, yeah, that's funny. You say event marketing, event managing, rather. Like mm-hmm. there, I'm actually so as the intro said, I had a sports talk show, mm-hmm. um, part of a sports talk show for almost 17 years, and now I'm. I got, it's been a while. I don't even like to, I should probably change the intro because it's been so long since I got let go that the intro is probably old. I should move on. But um, event, event managing is some of the, some of the, you know, job possibilities I was actually looking at. So you're telling me yeah. if I go in, in that direction, uh, a lot of porta potties, a whole lot of porta potties. Well, for okay. the outdoor events, for sure. And right, I'll right. tell you, people, that's the first thing people notice if you forget to get them. So <laughs> that's true. It's this, that's the inside of event management. That's yeah. interesting. Hmm. But um, you know, it's funny because that's what the people that we work with, you and I at the games, they're the event managers. They're mm-hmm. the ones that make sure we get in, we have our parking, there's, you know, we have everything we need there. So, you know, you would you'd be awesome at it. You already know the inside of it. I guess so. I'll teach I, you how to order porta potties. It's really easy. Can you help me put on a golf outing too? Because I've been thinking about doing sure. a podcast golf outing. Of course. I'll help you with that. Okay. I think that would be fun. I just don't know if anyone would be interested in, I mean, it's golf. So there's. They'd be interested in it. Yeah. yeah. People love golf outings, don't they? they? Yes, they really do. Yeah. I just like driving around in a cart, giving people beers, but people apparently like to golf at them also. So. Yeah. Okay. So, well, that's, see, see, it's not just the PA announcing. She's got other responsibilities she's got yeah. by the way taste of madison that's a pretty good gig i'm assuming you probably yeah. get to taste a lot of madison this is my first year as the event manager for it i've worked for that event for with our radio stations for about 24 years okay so um for a couple different radio groups in town and 
Tom Arnold and Chris Farley came by and when was that? 2003, maybe somewhere around there. Um, Okay. Yeah. So we've had Jason Aldean, we've had DMC, we've had. Do you get pictures with all these people? Well, I have a picture with me and DMC. He's a really nice guy. Uh, Jason Aldean, I didn't, at the time he was there, he played at 3.30 in the afternoon. You know, it was, you catch these guys early. So I have a picture with me and Tom Arnold and Chris Farley. Oh, nice. mm -hmm. That's very cool. Yeah. So it's, it's fun. I have a pretty, I'm, I'm very lucky. I've worked for really great places with some amazing people. And I know Matt LePage just shrugs it off. But when I first started announcing, I, I worked with Matt at the radio station and I called him and I'm like, I don't know what to do. What am I supposed (laughs) to do? And he's like, Bonnie, you'll be fine. You just put these players on this side. You put those players on that side. Just pay attention and, you know, put it in numerical. And I, then I started doing basketball. I'm like, Matt, what do I do for basketball? So, you know, <laughs> Same thing, put these but, players over here. And the, he's like, you'll be fine. I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. But, oh, yeah, he was great. So it's, That's so cool. It's been fun. Yeah. Well, I always appreciate our time. We usually meet before games and make sure we get some of the same pronunciation. <laughs> Because sometimes, you know, you get the visiting team in there and you're like, oh, you know, I don't cool. know. Well, and I love listening to your radio broadcasts of the away games because mm. you do such a great job with those. And it makes me feel like I'm I'm there at the table getting ready to get hit by a ball. Um, <laughs> but I love to like with uh, Julia Orjo, yeah, stuff like that, where all of a sudden I'm like, wait, how did Matt say that? Or, you know, not how, Matt, uh, how did John say that? And then all of a sudden I'm like. What do you do? Oh shoot, that's wrong. And then I'll I'll listen to all your pronunciations and I'll go and I'll write them down. And yeah. then the next time I see you, I'm like, okay, I heard you. How do you say this? And yeah. you'll play. And I love it when you get the recordings yes. from the yeah. girls. And I'm like, okay, John, how do you say this one? How do you say that one? So it's it's great teamwork, and I appreciate that. You know, you have all those because you don't want to look. It's the girls' home court. Yeah. This is their home. And, you know, Julia might say, oh, or Julia might say, don't worry. It's okay. Right. However you want to say it. No, this oh. is your home court. We're going to say your name correctly. Exactly. Like exactly. You know, and that's, yeah, I think that's one. <laughs> I, I tried to, I, I, I like that idea of, of getting like uh, the recording, recording because I can read it on a sheet of paper and be like, okay, I think I know, but I, I, I need to hear it. And then when I hear it, then I just mimic the sounds and then i try to get it that way um if i was smart bonnie i would have had a quiz ready for you on how to pronounce players names i just literally (laughs) thought of this as the episode is winding down no you don't want to do that we'll we'll do that on saturday how's that okay and on saturday and by the way well maybe a mini this is what made me think of it is um how are you going to be able to say and i don't know if she'll be there for uh for uh for saturday or not the the new Jeez, I'm, I'm going to try to bring up her name. Gulje? Oh. You know what I'm talking about? I know who you're talking about, and I was waiting for you. So oh. I don't think she's part of the team just yet, but when she comes to Madison, we're going to have to say her name. I can't even say it. I'm trying. I'm, ser- I'm searching the internet for it right now. I Gukten or something like that? Well, and Diane is always awesome I'll with helping it. out, too. And I'm yeah. like, oh, uh, how do you? And she always says it like, oh, 
it's Orgel. It's Paspisova. It's, you know, she says it like, of course it is. And I'm like, yeah. Diane, you know them. I don't know. <laughs> she does. She does a little she bit does. of that, doesn't she? Yeah. She does. She's like, oh, it's this. You'll get it. And she yeah. has so much confidence in me that she's like, you'll be fine. I'm like, say it again. What and she's it? been to all these different places too. Like she, she's, you know, she's kind of got that, that accent or that, the way to pronounce of somebody's foreign name correctly. Yeah. Yeah. She knows what she's doing. That's for sure. All right. Well, I'll see you at the uh, match on Saturday. And for anybody uh, headed to the match, go say congratulations to Bonnie. On, uh, <laughs> we'll talk her ear off. Thank you. Um, but seriously, that was fun. It was a lot of fun tuning into the game and, and hearing you. And I'm sure they'll invite you back to do it again. And maybe this time Giannis will be playing. I'm ready for a tentacumpo. There it is. I'm ready. <laughs> there it is. Bonnie, thank you. Thank you. Great to see you, John. Good to see you, too. That is Bonnie Olson. She is the PA announcer for the University of Wisconsin women's basketball team and the volleyball team. I'm here at the Fieldhouse, um, as well as the softball team. And by the way, the Badgers will be playing in their only home match of the spring at the Fieldhouse this Saturday at 6 o'clock. Admission is free. Bonnie will be there. I will be there as well. So you can go uh, just show up and uh, head on out to the game. Hey, a reminder that this podcast is brought to you by Ian's Pizza. The bracket contest is rolling toward the finish line. And guess what? If Kansas wins, I win my own bracket contest. Now, I won't take the first place 58-inch 4K TV. Second will get that. But it's just a way of me proving to, to everyone involved. Like, yeah, you got that's what you got involved with. You got involved with me picking games. And it's just luck, too. But uh, Ian's Pizza, go check out Ian's Pizza, three locations in Madison. Also brought to you by Scani. We've got the t-shirts at johncastpodcast.com to help support the podcast. They're 1999. They're Wisconsin-themed, state of Wisconsin, sports-themed here, just to give you an idea. Go wear that at the game on Saturday if you'd like. If you're ever going to a Bucks game, here's the quote by Giannis about being humble. Just some cool Packers game, Chico, California, QB1. Um, so johncastpodcast.com for all of those. Let me take this off the screen. How do I get rid of this? Boom, there we go. And then also brought to you by me and Julio. I was just there the other night having a delicious margarita. You should go check out the me and Julio margaritas. They're fantastic. And I'm also, not only am I going to talk with Bonnie about getting a golf outing going maybe for this podcast, but also there's talks of a listener party in May at me and Julio. So here's a couple of things I want from you, the listener, if you're still listening this deep into the podcast, um, just DM me, like, would you be interested for real in a golf outing and uh, a meet and greet, kind of a, a listener party slash podcast slash probably fundraiser or whatever uh, at me and Julio. I'm working on getting a special guest for that as well. I don't want to say too much right now, but would you be down with that? Just, uh, you know, let me get a gauge of the interest on that. And that would be awesome. But once again, thanks to Bonnie for being part of this podcast and I will talk to you next week. Goodbye.